0: That'll do. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson, and I am joined, mm. as always. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day I'll get someone new, but for now, no. <laughs> Mister M never be replaced. Hello. That would be me, the, and it will always be me. That's true. Yes. The irreplaceable. Irre- yeah. MC. I like how you pause between irre and <laughs> replaceable. I was going to put another adjective in there, but I decided to be nice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're back again uh, with episode fifteen. This mm. is love and hate part one. Mm. Part one of Love and Hate. Mm-hmm. There will be a part two. Uh, what happened last time, MC? Chip was evil. Okay, right. Yeah. Are you See, I'm usually the one that runs the jokes into the ground, but I yeah. feel like you've kind of taken the Chip is Evil banner and just run all the way with it. The thing is, I can't remember what happened last time, so oh, I, I just oh, kind conference. of assumed that Chip was evil, because that's <laughs> been a given. Well, if you'll remember, MC, mm. clearly... Mm. Uh, <laughs> Pause. Pause We'll check uh, it, No uh, Yes Oh Bowling yes. alley Bowling alley No that was the episode before Shit I'll cut all this out it'll Be fine <laughs> um, There was a pop up because Jay wanted to become a millionaire again, or a oh, millionaire, yeah. I can't remember which. Yeah. And uh, it turned out it was all some sort of elaborate ruse set up. It turns by out you don't chip. just get a bunch of free money no, by and showing was, up at a warehouse. They tried to distract MC with vampires on a school bus that wasn't a thing oh, in the yeah. end. Um, and uh, there was... A, uh, what did happen? <laughs> uh, oh, um, uh, oh yes. Yeah, so there was a, a Tifa tactical genius shot Chip. Yes, well remembered. But it wasn't like. I've got a lot of editing to do in this opening (laughs) thing. But because he turned slightly, it was fine. Like the bullets hit him, but they hit his shoulder. He's. So uh, he's uh, okay. Ninja shoulder, I think you're fine. You're right, you're right. That makes all the difference. Um, yeah, and he and threatened ran Steph because she didn't use an outside line Oh, yeah She fucked up, so there's no yeah, yeah, tension yeah. in the baddie group it's as well going to a lot of <laughs> editing make this vaguely caring. Oh, my God Okay, there be a Chip was evil. it'll be fine Chip was evil, that's what <laughs> happened Okay, let's crack on, so this is episode 15, Love and Hate, part 1 Previously on Tamora Gason Steph found a bloody and limp Jay, Trying to find the words to make Chip stop his attack Chip's bandages now were covered in claret that had been released from the many cuts on Jay's head. Okay, Stumpy. So you found out that your little friend here was in trouble. How did you find the warehouse? That part was easy. Tifa pitched in. We just traced the call I received earlier. Chip thought that over. Ah, Oh, a little callback to part one. Yeah. When Chip was in range, because apparently the warehouse is 400 meters long or something, (laughs) Tifa reached for her gun and fired. Chip hit the ground. Tifa ran behind MC and Jay and they got away. What do we do now? Louise wanted to know. That's simple. Next time Chip tries to hurt any of you guys, he's dead. MC's tone was ice cold. You didn't phone from an outside line, did you? Chip said. Steph shook her head and went to apologise, but Chip stopped her. Chip let the wooden stake hidden up his sleeve slide into his hand and he shoved it into Steph's stomach piercing her intestines so we on again for tonight mc asked defiantly (laughs) do you reckon i'm ever going to work out how to spell that word correctly (laughs) defiantly i can't wait tifa replied on the other end of the phone they have a lot of phone chats don't they they do have a lot of phone chats i think this is reminiscent of me and you, yeah, because just, me and you used to have a lot of phone chats on our landline phone. We did, we did. We used to like lay old. on our beds, curl our hair, yeah. and like, oh, what about that boy? <laughs> but I'd be talking about you because I didn't know anyone else, really. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, pick, pick you up about seven, then? MC and Tifa said their goodbyes. Was that Tifa? Jay asked when MC sat back down beside him. Yes, Jay, it was. Wish I had a girlfriend to go out with tonight, Jay said. I think that's another thread that was, has been happening recently, is Jay's mm. horny. Yes, yeah. I, I thought For you were going to say lonely women. there, or but no, let's be honest. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. what is the difference? <laughs> we are horny because we're lonely, and we're lonely because we're horny. Lon- and I mean us in that. <laughs> lonely is like the horniness of the soul. Oh, I'm not sure if that's great or awful. Both. Yeah, because I feel it in my soul. <laughs> yeah. The horniness. It resonates a bit too much, doesn't <laughs> it? MC, not wanting to get into the conversation about Jay's sad love life, Oh, wow. Stood up. Oh, is there going to be a point in this series where we're not dicks to Jay? Mm, not looking good. Okay. So, But he's just going to hang around the whole time anyway and just take it, right? It's Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, it's that loneliness he feels in his horny soul. <laughs> he knocked in the door... Of the room that Louise was in and waited for a reply. You knocked in the in, in the door. Like, did I put my fist part way through the door <laughs> and then knock? That damn ninja strength. I oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> if only Jay was rich, he could replace all the doors that MC's <laughs> broken. Him and Jay had decided to wait for Louise while she had her physiotherapy. But after reading the same magazines three times from cover to cover, they were beginning to get a little bored. Oh, so they're not in the mansion. They must be... MC must be speaking on his mobile phone. Ooh, how futuristic! <laughs> it's obviously the episode where we had a budget, so we could go like, out on location. So, oh, we've got like tenner. Let's quick, quick, let's find a physiotherapist's office and a mobile phone. A reply from inside the room indicated an invitation to enter. Did they say enter? <laughs> hmm, that's an indication to enter. It's a good thing that you save so many words by writing it out <laughs> like that. Well, you know, show, don't tell, MC. <laughs> or don't show or tell, just put it in a really weird manner that is over elaborate. MC walked in and saw the doctor sitting at her desk. Louise was nowhere to be seen. Where is Louise? MC asked in a gruff voice. Oh, good gruff voice. Thank you. I've got tea. Thank em- you. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. <laughs> we might need to pause this for a little bit. <laughs> he had been very overprotective of Louise ever since she had been to that creep of a psycho doctor a few months ago. Creep of a psycho. Oh, wow, that's double... Yeah. Something. Double... Bad stuff. Yeah, double bad, yeah. If a judge calls you Creep of a psycho, you know you're going for life. I wonder what happened. Did Louis die? He did, didn't he? Did he die? Did his blood explode? Oh, did Tifa shoot him? Maybe. No. MC beat him up and then Tifa arrested him. So he he could come back at some point. If you hadn't completely forgotten about his existence half an hour after finishing... (laughs) Writing that, yeah. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure that episode ends and it goes straight into the next episode, like carries on from where we left off. Yeah. But it's never mentioned. Like, it's just, we don't mention the creep of a psycho again. This is the only time he'll reappear. Oh, I think Chip beats him up, actually. Yes, and that's the revelation that he's evil, Mm. right? Mm. (laughs) Because he saves his friend Louise. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, this this is a nice little callback to that creep of a psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd been very overprotective of Louise ever since she'd been to that creep of a psycho doctor a few months ago. But she hadn't mentioned anything about her current doctor being a murdering bastard. Probably a good thing. Yeah, I mean... it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, the waiting times are good, but the the doctor... He's not a creep of a psycho, which is good, but he is a murdering bastard. Yeah, yeah, on the scale of things, it's like, I've had worse, yeah. Yeah. MC stepped forward, but before he could grab the now-cowering doctor, his friend came out from behind the curtain and said... Hi, MC. I see you've met Dr. Parkinson. You were going to beat up a woman doctor. (laughs) So? (laughs) How do you know it's a woman, anyway? Because it it, doesn't. It say she. uh, Yeah, doctor was sitting at her desk. Yeah, well, I mean, if she's a murdering bastard. Yeah, but you had no proof for that. You're just being overprotective. MC is a feminist, a staunch feminist, and if he suspects this someone of being a murdering bastard, <laughs> he'll beat them up regardless of the gender. True, but his evidence was Louise isn't in my eyeline right now. Exactly. She's literally in that curtain behind me, but considering their experience with the medical profession in Tokyo so far, mm-hmm. I see this fairly reasonable behavior. <laughs> it's kind of eerie how much you've talked me around to that as well. <laughs> Hi, MC. I see you've met Dr Parkinson. MC looked at the doctor and stepped back. He wasn't sure what to say, so he said... Nice to meet you. He looked towards Louise. Um, how long are you going to be? Louise shot him a quizzical look. About ten minutes or so. MC nodded and dashed back outside. So, what's happening? Jay asked. Nothing. MC replied quickly. No murders or sadistic killers in here. Everything is uh, groovy. Good. I confused Jay said. Well, that was a comedic opening where you threatened to beat up a woman, wasn't it? That was, uh... Yeah. Ha ha ha. Ha Pretty funny to me, yeah. Blood started to spread across Chip's knuckles, but he didn't mind. He had found a certain brand of Japanese soap <laughs> that really got rid of bloodstains. stains. <laughs> Well, you need to get rid of bloodstains from your knuckles. That's the most domestic evil thing I've ever heard. Well, I didn't see that, think there are villains, like in comic book villains, getting it together and like, do you know anything that gets rid of bloodstains? Well, you need to start off with bicarbonate soda, let that sink. Hi, so- I'm Chip, the evil ninja, and when I've got bloodstains, I like to use Shazuma, the only Japanese soap that gets rid of bloodstains. He paused, pummeling the man for a second, and said, So now are you going to tell us where the map is? He smiled at the guy. The guy in question was, in fact, Dominic, an antique shop owner who dealt in mainly occult and supernatural goods. Now, mm. I feel like we need to mention mm. Dom as we know him as. This is another friend of ours that mm. has ended up in this series. I'm sure they're very happy about that. Um, but I remember, so when I wrote this back in college, uh, I would write it. At, Uh, you know, print it off and I'd bring it in for people to read and it was like a fanzine or something like that. You know, like (laughs) the three people that read it, uh, like you, Jane and Louise, basically, uh, would enjoy it. But then I remember Dom was like, oh, what's what's this? And for some reason, at that time, I was proud of this. So I was like, oh, you should read it. And I gave it to him and I think he became one of the readers. Mm. So I decided that Dom was going to be in the series. I mean, for some reason, he runs an antique shop that deals in occult and supernatural goods. I think you were like, Dom likes old... (laughs) <laughs> films. Dom is a week older than me. Dom, Dom likes old things. Yes, he does. Um, and also, I wonder if he's going to become a bit of a Giles character, because I think mm. he turns up again. I don't think this is a one-off I'm pretty appearance. i sure he's a regular. Mm. I don't know if it's in this season or if I bring him back in next season or mm. something, but mm. I'm excited to find out. And I'm sure Dom is too. Unless we do something really offensive with his voice oh, and character and stuff. No. So Chip had recently found out that Dominic had in his possession a map that would lead to the supposedly lost book of Improbus. <laughs> That's quite Harry Potter, isn't it? It is Improbus. very... Yeah. Improbus. Do you think I've just made up a word there? I think you might. Okay, okay. Just second. Dominic spat out blood that ran between his teeth into Chip's face. Never. That book is pure evil, and I will not unleash it. So that was uh, my impression of Dom. It's... Uh, we just had a... So dear beautiful listeners, you will not be aware of this because I would have cut the whole thing out But we just had a very lengthy conversation on what voice we would do for Dom um, Because we've realised we, neither of us could do an impression of Dom We can't do an impression of anyone, to be fair No, that's true uh, To be fair, we've had long conversations about all the characters <laughs> and Like, how does this, oh, that's really offensive to Louise But we're just going to do it anyway yeah. So uh, this is the voice we're doing for Dom And I'm sorry Dom, but suck it Chip interrupted Bored he said, and headbutted Dominic. Oh, that's gonna hurt. Scott mocked from behind. <laughs> At some point I'm gonna do a supercut where I edit all of Scott's voices together yes. and would just be like, this is seventeen different people, surely. We should do a supercut of all the different voices and use it as an application for like a voice acting gig. <laughs> Bit off show reel. Yeah, yeah. He had torn the shop apart looking for this map that his brother was looking <laughs> He had uh-huh. torn the shop apart looking for this map that his brother was looking. Cool. Cool. Then something occurred to Scott. He didn't know what Chip wanted the book for. He asked, and Chip replied, Wait, are they looking for a map or a book? Uh... He had torn the shop apart looking for this map. He didn't know what Chip wanted the book for. Huh. And he, guess... But he wants the book of Improbus. So there must be a map in it in the book. Is it like Lord of the Rings where you any oh. fantasy book where you get the little doodle? So it's always a good sign when you open it up and there's a map in it <laughs> Yeah. Let's go into the history lesson then, my undead brother. Firstly, in probus is a Latin phrase meaning evil. Yep, definitely. <laughs> and the book itself is supposed to have been lost sometime around the turn of the eleventh Centauri Is that like a centaur? I I guess Centauri? Yeah. Okay. Apparently it was banished by some Italian nuns. A lot going on there. A lot going on there with this uh, world building. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. In is a Latin phrase meaning evil. Mm-hmm. Should we look this up very quickly? <laughs> I want to know how thorough my research was back in the day. What? Oh, my God. No. Hang on. I might have actually looked this up. I don't believe it. In Probus, Latin... Uh, does it say what excessive, it means? Excessive, immoderate... Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's an adjective that means excessive, immoderate, greedy, rude, and wicked... So that's not far off. Oh, wow. You actually did research. Oh my god. Ask Jeeves did me so well. Ha. <laughs> huh. Improbus is a real word. A spell spellchecker doesn't like it. And I need to get a Latin spellchecker for all my fantastic references that I've researched and put into this series. <laughs> you, can, you can say for now, well, you know, I speak a little bit of Latin. <laughs> you know. Okay, so Improbus is a Latin phrase meaning evil, near enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the book itself is supposed to have been lost around the turn of the 11th century. Which, I don't know how it translates as centuries, but... It's that Latin for... Century. Century. And it was banished by some Italian nuns. Hmm. Fine. Spanish, monks, actually. Dominic called out from his flawed position. Hmm, so he's a very knowledgeable occult bookshop owner. He is indeed. Chip turned and buried a kick into the antique dealer's stomach. Sorry, Dom. Anyway, Chip continued. It was buried far, far away... Which is very handy for us because I've recently found out it's right here in Japan. So why is this good news? I mean, what is it in the book that's in interest for us? The one, Dominic said. Do you want to do that <laughs> Like Actually, no. I'm not... Which line? <laughs> it was just the, the one? <laughs> <laughs> that's how Dom says the one. Have okay, you fine. never heard Dom say the one? That's how he says the one. You're right, you're right, you're <laughs> entirely right. Alright, so, uh, Mm. this seems to be more, like, overarching story narrative. I mean, we keep thinking that, and then it doesn't turn into an overarching... That's true, this could just be a one-episode kind of... Episode eight. Yeah. (laughs) So... (laughs) I'm not sure. Uh, well, we're like, you do you know, or we're or only about halfway through the season. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, you know, there's still, there's still lots of time for the story to unravel and all the subtle narrative mm. bits and pieces to come to yeah. weave together that's, like a fine that's wine. That's gonna happen. There was a lot of analogies that I it was. smushed together there. Much like this series. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chip's looking for a book that's mm. the Latin for evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Did you find anything in the book? Louise asked. Yes, MC replied. But there's just too much. None of it helped, really. There's no time for this, Jay added. Only a few hours to go. <laughs> Sorry, Jay's voice is breaking. <laughs> Finally. I know, I know. I'm just trying not to panic. But MC didn't fool his friends. Sweat dripped down the side of his red and flushed face. The gang had been sitting in the living room for around 30 minutes now, all desperately trying to help MC. Yet still, they couldn't help him decide on what restaurant to take tea for two. (laughs) When we went for lunch earlier, we did have a similar level of... Yeah, you had a very red and flushed face, definitely. (laughs) Uh, uh, More comedy. Epsy threw the yellow pages to the floor in disgust. The Japanese yellow pages (laughs) is, uh, is no good, he said. I'll just have to cancel the whole date. Wait a minute! Jay thought for a moment, and then said i got an idea. Well, what is it? Louise asked. MC, why don't you let Tifa choose the restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> Jay has been really stressed, you know. Maybe he's, he used to smoke back then. He's been chain smoking, ruining his throat. Yeah, he's a bit. not thinking straight. No. no. He, why, why is he letting Tifa choose the restaurant? She's the woman. They don't know anything about restaurants or choosing. But she hasn't got a yellow pages because they're only for men. What? I don't know. I would have loved it if the Yellow Pages had like a, like a Yorkie-style, really sexist <laughs> advertising campaign. That's crazy, Jay, but it might just work. What do you think? All three say down and thought about Jay's plan. Louise was the first to speak. I'm, I'm guessing they sat down rather than say down. Problem. Is that like swear down like the kids do? <laughs> do people say that still? I think they did like ten years ago. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is where all my references come from. I think you should go for it. You think so? MC said. I don't want to lose manly points for not being able to, to decide myself. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's not too bad by the standards of this series. No, uh, that's saying a lot, isn't it, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you just lose manly points for saying that? or? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. How many manly points have you got left? <laughs> like three. <laughs> do you, like, have, like... If you go under 100 manly points, do you then become a boy again? <laughs> No, you become a woman. Ah, it's worse. (laughs) You think so? MC said. I don't want to lose manly points for not being able to decide myself. No, it's all good because now you'll be the sweet guy who cares about what his girl wants. Uh, Mm. It's not... I shouldn't write things. Or at least I shouldn't have done when I was 14. Again, it's not that bad compared to... But it's not... It's not good, though, is it? It's, like it's not good. It's, it's yeah. not... It was, it was 1993 or whenever it was that this was <laughs> written. And, you know, different times. Different times. I was sexist. It's fine. It's fine. We've all grown as people. MC thought Louise was right. You're right. <laughs> he said, I'm glad they put that in twice, yeah. just in case you hadn't got that MC thought Louise was right. You, you became very progressive at that point. <laughs> you're like, no, women have valid opinions too, and I'll express this in my writing. Women have rights. In fact, I'll put that in twice just to <laughs> emphasise it. They could vote, you know. And I only mildly disagree with it. I think they, this thing's so old, they probably won the right to vote like five years before it was written. <laughs> yeah. So you're still kind of like, oh, yeah. So it is progressive. Yeah, Great, I feel better. You're right. He said, I'll go and phone her now to see where she wants to go. MC hurried to the phone, leaving Jane Louise in the living room. Another case solved, here at Ninja Inc. Louise said. Do <laughs> you? Well, that feels, I mean, every scene with MC and T for now, does it have to be them on the phone together? Or them going bowling? Is that the only time we can see them in a relationship? Is that what I thought a relationship was back then? <laughs> yes, yes. This is also boring and pointless. This doesn't serve anything to do with the story. You know, it opens on a a mildly horrific comedy bit. Mm. Uh, And, yeah, that's okay. It's opening to the episode and that sort of Mm. thing. But this is just bollocks. It's just utter bollocks. This is what you thought relationships were. This is what I thought storytelling was as well. Yeah, well, that's... Which is worse? Can we just not think about it? Can we just... Let's just end the podcast now. Let's just stop. (laughs) And it's weird that I'm getting so upset about this as opposed to everything else just like, ha no, it's fine. And I think you're just blanking out on the other things. so there's just, there's too much there <laughs> to deal with. This seems like a something you can maybe grapple with. And also, like, again, not defending... 15-year-old me, but mm. uh, it, this season has seemed to have improved in places, in terms of in its places. politics, and in places, There yeah. were some bits that were like... Oh, there were some really bad bits as well, but this feels like one of them as well, and I don't know why it's just because this is all kind of you know, fresh in the news at this time and that sort of thing, in mm. terms of, you know, the way women are represented in, in media, mm. uh, and then just to be able to go to this and be like, oh, that's how it kind of was and how I saw it back then, it's just icky, I feel icky. I'm pretty sure the 15-year-old chip wouldn't have thought about it in such depth. He would have gone, no, no, women no, yeah, yeah. don't like to decide on restaurants. <laughs> the men does things. <laughs> manly accurate, points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh God. Yeah. Manly points. Hey, hey, at least I am where I am now. True. Lonely and horny. <laughs> but you've got so many manly points. <laughs> the cars screeched as Chip turned it sharply round a corner. Wait, is it one car or multiple cars? How many is he driving at this point? He's driving two at once with his ninja powers. <laughs> He's got a ninja driving licence. <laughs> he lets you drive two cars at once. The cars screeched as Chip turned it sharply round a corner. Can you actually read a map? He asked Scott. <laughs> no, his brother replied. But I can't drive either. Touché. <laughs> I love your Scott voice more and more <laughs> as time goes by. I can't do it without being really animated either. I feel I like flip my hands around and like wave them about. They'd been driving for two hours straight now and were near the acres and acres of woods that lined the Tokyo border from neighbouring Japanese towns. Geography. (laughs) Not going to name them. Just, you know, ah, some towns that neighbour Tokyo with all the woods. Woodsy woods. Acres and acres of them. They had finally gotten the map from Dominic in the antique shop after threatening to break his fingers individually. After he had told Chip and Scott the location of the map, they broke his fingers anyway. It's almost like they're the E word. (laughs) Elegant. Yes. Yes. But they didn't kill him, much to the dismay of Scott. Is that going to be a factor, or is that just a throwaway line, do you think? I they didn't kill him? What mm. if he goes to the police about our little visit? He asked Chip. Yes, because he's going to go to the old bill and say, Help me, Mr. Policeman, a ninja and his vampire brother have destroyed my shop and stolen a map that guides the way to an ancient and mystical book. Oh, okay, so... They were in the bookshop for the map, which the map would then lead them to the book, which wasn't at the bookshop, it was just a map at the bookshop. Oh! Went to the bookshop to get the map to the book. Oh, okay, that makes sense now. I think. Unless it's going to turn out they have the book and the book is guiding them to the map, and then the map will guide them to the bookshop. The the bookshop guides them to the map, which guides them to the book, which guides them to another map, which is a map of another bookshop. (laughs) And then there's... A DVD or a CD ROM for this time. Floppy disk. Yeah, floppy disc. <laughs> and on it is some porn. <laughs> it's got three megabytes. Of... No, 1.4 <laughs> <a> floppy disk. <laughs> I like how you sort of low-board the amount that you could fit enough floppy to account for the age, and even that was too much. Too much. It's too much. Ah yeah. Uh, yeah, but you're forgetting one thing, bro. That Slurly detective that is shagging your mate now. Shagging's weird to say in a American, yeah. I hesitate to say American accent, but An in accent. that accent. I, maybe yeah. he picked it up off Chip. When yes. Because you know. they grew up together in England, but he's American for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just watched a bunch of, like, I don't know what program would have that accent. Forget us anything. <laughs> Carrying on. He's not my mate. Chip snapped. Ow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So it's really it's hard real. to say that, but yeah. <laughs> this is how I know it's not real. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You still should have let me kill the shopkeeper. I'd rather stake you than watch you suck someone's neck off. I don't think that's how it works, Chip. I'm not sure that... Do you know what a vampire is? He's not a love bite. Like, he's not like, oh, yeah, what a tasty neck. I'm just going to suck on that. That's... What is somebody Suck somebody's neck suck off, someone's though. neck off. Is the, if it was just suck someone's neck, okay, kind of... I see where you're coming from. But, but their neck off? Imagine, Like, right? do you just suck the whole thing... Off? Like, or off his body? Imagine if you went dogging yeah. and all that happened was someone sucked your neck off. You'd be really disappointed, wouldn't you? But no, you, we, we're coming at this from different angles. So you're thinking like somebody sort of relatively gently sucking on someone's neck. I'm thinking like someone's sucking so hard their neck is like removed from their body. Like, you know when you suck really hard in a, a soft drink through a straw or something? Right. And they're just thinking that, but it was somebody's neck. Okay. That's well, not making we're, de- we're definitely going in different directions. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather stick you than watch you suck someone's neck off. That's the humanity left in you, Scott said. I'm looking forward to when, like, <laughs> Scott is about to get killed or something, and oh. there's like a, a sort of, a, not a touching, but like an emotional moment before, between Chip and Scott. He's like, no, you're my brother, I can't <laughs> let you die. Scott's like, oh, man, this really sucks. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hey and see I'll see you in hell, buddy. Oh, I wish I had been a vampire. I I was traumatized by my death, and that's why I acted out so much. I just wish I could go back and undo all those horrible things that I did. Oh, he's been ruined as a character, hasn't he? Because <laughs> he was so good before. Stop bad mouthing Scoop, alright? <laughs> Chip pushed his foot down hard onto the brake, stopping the car. What's that supposed to mean? He asked Scott. Oh, no. Oh, there's a lot of words. Okay, give me a minute. Sorry. No offense, bro, but you're acting all hard and stuff, saying you want to wreak havoc on everybody, and yet you still can't bring yourself to watch me kill someone, let alone kill someone yourself. Yourself. Sorry, not yourself. Youself. <laughs> <laughs> Chip refused to look at Scott as he continued talking. And that will always be there because, oh lad me, you're still stuck with the burden of a soul. Pretty sure it's all going to come back and bite you in the... Chip struck his brother. Don't you ever talk to me like that. Scott, holding his face from the blow, remained silent. Just because I was once the golden boy of the innocent people doesn't mean I can't change. And you think you're better and badder than me just because you lost your soul? Well, think again, no tan. <laughs> Maybe it's not that evil. No. That's the best insight you can come up with. Uh, the very fact that I still hold on to my soul will only go to prove, in the long run, that evil is just a little fluffy puppy compared to me. I like a, No, I can be evil. I'm totally. Oh, I, I, I shoplifted from Woolworths once. <laughs> I like that we've had this running joke of Chip is evil, and he's literally just said that in a very <laughs> long, roundabout way, which wasn't very witty with his put down, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Scott just nodded, not wanting to be on the end of his brother's wrath. Chip started up the engine again, and they continued their journey. Chip's coming a bit unglued, isn't he? Like he's, he's hit that. his brother, yeah, and he attacked Steph uh, in the last episode. That was just standard Bond villain stuff, though. It was like, true. "Oh, you messed up, so I'm gonna stab you." Yeah, well, th- this is further on from that, then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, this is true. Chip hitting his own blood. Yeah, uh, is it because? Scott has a point, do you think? Yeah, is definitely. Is that where we're going with this? I think so. Okay. Scott um, Chip is doing the whole, ooh, I'm evil, look at me. How... He's very performative in his evil yeah. acts, but yeah, then yeah. there's been lots of stuff where he doesn't quite follow through. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's definitely the case. And uh, it seems, I think it's interesting that Scott is actually a bit afraid of him as well. Mm. Mm. I'll have to see where this goes. Mm. As MC walked down the stairs, he prepared himself for the inspection from Louise and Jay. Sure enough, they were standing there, Waiting. Great, yep, glad that's in there. Oh, we get to describe some more of uh, MC's clothes. That was fun last time. Is he in disguise? <laughs> he wore a black pair of shoes, black trousers, a dark blue shirt complete with a tie, and a plastic hand over his stump, so people on other tables would reckon he was just a normal two handed guy. <laughs> That's what I put on my uh, Tinder profile. I'm just a normal two-handed guy. I, I like to uh, go for coffee and I hold the coffee cup in both of my normal hands. I enjoy clapping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, do you know, okay, I think, you know, going back to our premise of ripping things off from Just win shows, mm. do you remember Lindsay in Angel? Got his hand chopped off Baby. and ended up with a, like a fake oh, kind of plastic guy. hand. He was one of the lawyers. From yeah, yeah, from yeah, Hart. Yeah. Uh, he, Angel cuts his hand off at one point and then right. he ends up with like a fake kind of plastic hand. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably where I got that from. Was he wearing... In, did he often wear a black pair of shoes, black trousers <laughs> and a dark blue shirt, complete well, with a tie? He was a lawyer. Wow, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he never let a woman choose a restaurant. So <laughs> so many manly points. <laughs> but Louise and Jay didn't like something. An MC could tell. Is it the plastic hand? He asked. Because I know you guys know it's fake, but from a distance it looks pretty real. It's not that, Louise said. It's just, well... Jay helped her out. It's the tie, dude. It makes you look about 90. <laughs> 15-year-old Chip thinking, Ugh, Only old people wear ties. God. <laughs> MC looked down at the purple tie and sighed. We missed that in the original description. <laughs> yeah. You need to go back and edit it. Oh, well, I will after to in the purple tie yeah. with his dark blue shirt and black trousers. He knew it didn't suit his age bracket, but he just wanted to prove to himself that he could put a tie on one-handed. Despite his growing acceptance, he still longed for the days when he could wield two weapons rather than one. Although the chainsaw did come in handy. Uh handy? Yay! I like to think that... I like that his whole thing of proving is still fully able and everything is putting on a tie like in the hospital after losing his hand he's like doctor
1: will i be able to put
0: on a tie again there is literally a scene in angel where Lindsay has to put a tie on oh so you just right, yeah okay, right, this okay. is what i'm stalling for uh, it's interesting MC's mourning for his hands though it's, yeah uh, you know, we touched upon that kind of disability factor of it but obviously mm. i wasn't equipped to go into that too much mm. um i just stole it from angel apparently uh, but yeah, that's interesting. He's got a bit of uh, bit of worries about his lack of hand. Hmm. He tugged the tie off and said goodbye to his friends. MC pulled on his brown suede jacket and headed to his car. I feel like this isn't a good... The dark blue shirt with the purple tie and a brown jacket. It's <laughs> great. No, he looks too old. Yeah, get rid of the tie, he's like, Hey, look at that young guy. <laughs> he's definitely hip. MC liked his car, but would never say he'd loved it. Wasn't this the DeSoto? Yeah. But why don't... what? Hang on, what is this? He couldn't understand people. He said they loved their guys, but he guessed <laughs> this was just another way of love being used in the wrong context. What the so fuck lot is of this? a typos there. <laughs> he couldn't how understand. Do get, how do you get guys from cars? I don't know. But, but why? Even if I'd spelt all the words correctly and yeah. got all the right words. What is this? Uh, I think it's... Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, carry on. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's just get through it. Yeah. However, after his hand had been sliced clean off during the epic battle with Jack around seven months ago, MC had to get the car changed to an automatic rather than a manual. It's strange. He thought, as he reversed the car out of the mansion... I never thought I'd miss being able to change gears. So I guess he's talking about loving his car as a slightly awkward extension of the missing his hand. Who fucking knows, yeah. really? Like, what is this bullshit? Everything, like, I should just cut all of this out. There's, the interesting stuff is happening with Chip and Scoop in the it's car. That's really true. And this is, it's setting up again for another MC&T for date. Yeah. And have you ever seen, like, fandoms of TV shows and films and stuff like that turn yeah. on the show because they don't like the lead romance in it and oh, that sort yeah, of thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. The fans of Tomorrow Gayser would have turned by now. Oh, They'd be like, oh my God, it's just MC&T for shit? dating. yeah. Yeah, it's well, just... obviously they ship Chip and MC mainly. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. That's where all and the... uh Scoot joins in. <laughs> the erotic fan fiction is about them. And now Tifa's come along. Tomorrow goes, uh, uh, Shinokan is watching and jerking <laughs> off. <laughs> where is Shinokan? We haven't seen him in ages. I missed his voice. Yeah, yeah. well, actually I don't. And but... he'd make all this bullshit much more interesting. He would, he would. It was about a 25-minute drive to Tifa's apartment from the mansion. MC reminded himself that they were called apartments in Japan and not flats like back home... Ah, oh, I'm bored of this. I'm so bored. I'm so bored. <laughs> As he steered the car into the block where Tifa lived, he thought he saw a girl running from someone. He jumped out of his car and went to his boot to fish out a weapon. Is he going to attack another doctor? Right? Is this where it's leading to? <laughs> MC, using his quick ninja thinking... <laughs> back to ninja thoughts and ninja thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh... MC, using his quick ninja thinking... Settled on the nunchucks. <laughs> it still took him a good five minutes. I mean, he was like, maybe I should ask T for to decide, but I don't want to lose any manly points. <laughs> I've asked her too much already. He looked back for the girl and saw she was now cradled in the pursuer's arms. Also, on closer inspection, it liked the man that was chasing her. It was, in fact, her boyfriend. How does he know that? Well, because the, the body language, you know. He's, he's assuming <laughs> he's assuming that they're a couple. Maybe they're just making out. But cradled in the pursuer's arms. He was she <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah, let's just get this over with now. Strangely disappointed. MC turned back towards the car and saw T for standing there. Oh, so is it like a playful chase? Yes. Oh, uh, it's all like, Oh, chase me, chase me, exactly. boyfriend, boyfriend. MC is all paranoid and stuff, so he sees that and he's like, Ah, so Bad he, things. He literally Evil nearly stuff. did attack innocent people again. I mean he would he was still don't. would have to get over there and hit them with the nunchucks. He's he's dangerously on the edge at the way, he is a little bit, isn't he? Yeah. Strangely disappointed, MC turned back towards the car and saw Tifa standing there. She looked at the nunchucks in MC's hand. Now you see, most girls would be expecting flowers. Because all women love flowers. As long as they don't have to decide which ones to get. <laughs> MC lobbed the weapon back into the boot of his car and then noticed something. Tifa looked incredibly beautiful tonight. I think I've used that line before. Like I think Talking last time <laughs> last time they went on a date, it was like and MC suddenly noticed and M- Tifa was beautiful. <laughs> uh, he thought that she was really ugly, but then <laughs> yeah. in a certain that, light, you know. I know how much you hate cheesy romantic gestures. He said That's not entirely true. She stated. After all, the place we're going tonight is a pretty romantic place. Ah, uh, yes. The Italian place. MC said. That's the one. Speaking of which, should we go before they completely run out of pasta? MC opened the door for Tifa, remembered. <sighs> she doesn't like that romantic stuff. Oh, my God. This is so boring. Ah. Uh. <sighs> oh. Okay, so it's done for Chip. Oh, okay, okay. Story, good. Things happening. Right, yeah. let's go. You see anything? Chip asked. It's dark, Scott replied. I know, but you're a vampire. You're supposed to be able to see in the dark quite well. Chip and Scott continued to trek through the deep, dark forest, looking for the location of the Book of Impropus. They weren't quite sure where they were exactly, because since they'd entered the forest, they hadn't been able to take a look at the map. The forest was so dark, in fact, that even Scott's vampiric sight was blurred. I'm impressed that you knew the word vampiric. I I think I... Stole it from somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I think I saw it. Probably an angel. You read, like, the Buffy book version or something? (laughs) I I used to have loads of Buffy and Angel books. They were really awful. Mm. And they used to do this thing where, like, at the start of the book, they'd introduce all the characters you knew, Mm. but they'd be like, here's what they look like and all their character traits. And you'd be like, I fucking know all of this. (laughs) I wonder if there's somebody who got into the books first and then they were like, this is a TV series? Maybe we should do another podcast where we review all the Buffy and Angel books. But then they're like, oh no, the books were better. (laughs) You know, the the original book is always better than the crappy remake. Okay, so Chip and Scott are in a forest and they haven't bought a torch. Mm. Even though they knew they were going to a forest. Well, MC and Louise went to a cave once and they took a torch. True, true. So, and I guess maybe Chip was relying on Scott's vampiric sight That's and true. his ninja senses. True. And it's all failed right now. A few paces later, and they came into a clearing. The only place they had seen the moon from all night. Great, Scott said. Now we can look at the map. Don't joke like that, blood breath. Chip replied with more than a little worry in his voice. Maybe should I do that again, but in a more worried Yeah, okay. Don't joke like that, blood breath. Chip replied with a little worry in his voice. Was that worried? What is he... Are they worried about not having the book? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, okay, carry on. <laughs> the brothers stood silent for a moment, looking at each other. <laughs> the brother looking at each other. Then the arguing started, both claiming that they didn't have the map and that the other had picked it up. God. <laughs> I thought you had it. No, I thought you had it. Do you reckon they got into one of those little like slappy play fights like they're just like <laughs> Do we really need the book? Scott asked. Did you not hear my wicked speech earlier? The book of improvers, basically meaning the book of evil, gonna come in use a bit later. Oh yeah, Scott said sarcastically. You can raise the one with the book. Ooh. He mimicked a little snarling bear. Do it. Do it. Mimic a snarling bear in Scoot's voice. <laughs> I thought there was a surfer bear right next to me. I was terrified. A little snarling surfing bear. Ah. Oh. Chip moved close to his brother. His voice lowering. There's a very good reason why the Book of Improversed has been lost for so many centuries. Not Centauri's. And it's because everyone wants it to be lost. Trust me. The One. Not the sort of fella you'd want to meet in a really well-lit alley. Okay, so the One is some sort of Mm. uh, mythical beast or demon or something that they're trying to... thing? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just evil... uh, Scott... uh, Chip doing a... Ooh, I'm evil... Thing again. Yes, and raising something that is evil, I guess. It's like when there's someone with a really small penis, who keeps going on about how big their <laughs> penis is. Yeah, I should stop doing that. <laughs> there's nothing to be ashamed <laughs> of, <Chip. laughs> Scott did trust his brother. Even when they were kids, Chip always seemed to be right about things in life, and he didn't see why it had to be different now. Besides, Chip continued, I think we're getting closer to the book. <laughs> Why's that? Scott asked. Mm. Chip pointed behind Scott. Look, Spanish monks. The two brothers engaged in battle with the eight or so monks. And finally, that is oh, where we're going to leave <laughs> part one of Love and Hate. But I want to know what colour MC's tie <laughs> is. Oh, boy. Well, what did we make that seem like a really fucking long episode, I didn't know. it? Um, I know. I'm mean, tired. There was like a ten minute debate where we decided what accent <laughs> to give Dom. That's true. But everything with MC and Tifa on a date. Like, the title of the episode is Love and Hate. So obviously we're doing this thing where MC's in love and he's happy and on a date. Chip is full of hate and, you know, having a go at his brother and that sort of thing. But, Is it going to be every time there's an interaction with MC and Tifa that they're going on another date and never do they actually (laughs) have a relationship? It's just like, what's that film? 51st Dates? Yeah. 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 It feels like 500 Days of Summer more than anything else. But, um, (laughs) I hope not. I hope it's going to move on because I'm really worried now that, because obviously when we did season one, mm. it for the most part maybe towards the end it became a bit more kind of serialized, you know. But mm. it was a joke. It was a joke yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. ha ha ha! Here's a thing about us being ninjas. And then the more I tried to write it, I, this is me trying to do like a drama or a series or something yeah. like that. But now I'm just worried that it's going to be, oh, be really shit. And I knew it was shit. But I'm worried it's going to be boring shit, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be a struggle to get through. This is my fear, and also that I'll be more sexist, homophobic, and racist, and all the other fun things. Mm. Um, I mean, well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, a given. Uh... <laughs> but maybe you know, maybe they'll you know, Chip and, like, in the next episode, Chippin's got going to fight some Spanish monks. Who, who doesn't want to hear about that? Uh, <laughs> tune in next week, and maybe they'll get closer to the Book of impromise and finally raise the One, and he can end the world, including this podcast, and we can all just <laughs> die. Hey, MC. Hi, Chip. Did you know that there are multiple ways you can now support the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast? Really? Why didn't you tell me all about them? I shall, MC. First of all, you can go to our Facebook page, which is How I Ripped Off Podcast. I can put Buffy in that because it wouldn't allow me for some reason. <laughs> I don't of know copyright. Why. Yay. Also, MC, mm. we are on Twitter. <gasps> we really? are at How I Ripped Off, and I didn't have room to put Buffy in that, so that's <laughs> why it's just called that. Finally, do you know what else you can do, MC? Tell me more. You can come leave us a rating and review on iTunes because that really helps the podcast and means we get seen higher in the rankings. And finally we'll become rich and famous <laughs> and be able to do a live action version of the... No, we won't. No, no, that'll no. never happen. But yes, come and support us. Come and say hello. We would really love that. that do.